yeah thank you i really appreciate you having me obviously i know this was like i think how many times have you tried that range just like three times I, <laughs> I know. time zone two is hard you know you're it, you're yeah. across the water you know it's, yeah. it's tough and i i but it I, happened I super busy yeah. yeah yeah it happened yeah which is good all that matters is it happened we made it work etc i was like oh i hope this hope this enthusiasm doesn't die down like <laughs> um why but no you, why don't you give us an opportunity to, like introduce yourself a little bit tell us more about your like your quick you know few minute pitch on you and your story you know a lot of people uh, listening right now may not know who you are so give us an opportunity to get to know you a little bit so um my name is Oyinkro, as you probably can see or hear um and most people call me O for short um i was actually originally born uh, in Winnipeg, Manitoba, in Canada. Um, hey. Yes, yes, yes. I know about the cold, cold winters. Um, I went back a few times, uh, you know, throughout my life, etc. I think the last place I went to in Canada was Vancouver, uh, which was like three years ago, which is still one of my favorite cities I've been to. Um, just incredible place. Um, but anyways, yeah, I moved over to the UK uh, when I was fairly young. Uh, I lived in the Caribbean for a little bit as well. Um, but yeah, been here most of my life. So UK is pretty much home to me. Um, yeah, background wise, I, I've always loved sports. I've always loved anything creative. Uh, I went down the sports route uh, for education. So I studied sports science throughout high school, throughout college, did it at uni, wanted to be a physiotherapist uh, towards my second year of uni. I then wanted to be a biomechanist. Um, and I was like, that's, that's what I'm going to do. I did my thesis in biomechanics and I was like, you know, all about sonification, all that wonderful stuff. And yeah, I was in a lab a lot of the time running VO2 max tests and all that nerdy stuff. And I genuinely enjoyed it. It was good fun. I really did enjoy it. But along that, I was doing like photography. Like I uh, picked up my first camera um, years ago and it was, it was because my granddad bought a camera. You know that, you know, when parents buy stuff they don't use. Um, yeah. So like my, my granddad bought a camera, he never used it. Then my dad was like, hey, you know, can I take this camera when he was visiting him? And he was like, yeah, sure. And then my dad used it like a handful of times. And I was like, hey, can I use this camera? <laughs> right. So Just like, going past it, down the generation. Right? Past gener exactly. So I then started, um, yeah, just taking photos um, alongside just in general, you know, portraits, you know, stuff of things and landscape holidays. Just for fun, right? Just for, yeah, completely just for fun. Um, no thought, you know, no thought about it at all. Um, but while I was at uni, um, I two things happened. So the first one, I started a business with my friend uh, called Study Fast. Um, and yeah, Study Fast, we've, I think it's like, we've taught over like 20,000 or 30,000 people worldwide in like over 250 or 150. I haven't, I haven't, I haven't said this in a long time because I've stepped away. So the numbers have probably yeah. changed um countries and yeah it was online courses workshops it was all to do with like um public speaking uh, remembering more um speed reading and stuff and um so yeah that was happening while i was at uni and then i was doing a lot of marketing for the course so at uni we were trying to get um, what we did we got a laboratory accredited by like the national sports science association and to do that of course this is when i was introduced to marketing and uh and this is where there's a full weird full weird circle here taking place so yeah i was introduced to marketing and uh and I was like, this is dope. There's graphs, there's this creative and there's people, right? Yeah, it's like my three favorite things. So um, I, I, I pretty, pretty much spoke to the, the woman, the marketing manager, and I was like, hey, like, you know, how did you get into this? She told me a story. And um, yeah, after that, I, I left uni during that summer period when, you know, after, before I officially graduated, I applied for a bunch of jobs and it was marketing jobs. It was, uh, what else? Um, science jobs. I wasn't really torn between where I went. I just knew that, I studied this, so of course I'm going to apply for jobs within this space, and right. I love this, and I've been, you know, I've been exposed to this, so I want to see if I can actually potentially get something within marketing, right? And um, yeah, so long story short, last the week, I guess, well, a couple of weeks before my graduation, I um, 
I finally got like, you know, I had a bunch of interviews and in one week I had these two interviews. One was for an agency and one was for uh, our hospital as a re like a research assistant. And um, yeah, it was it was one of those where I look back now and I think if I had gone one way, my life may be completely different. So I actually got the job at the agency and um, and they didn't give me the job I applied for. They gave me something. They made something out completely different because I had no experience. But I think, you know, must have just done semi well in the interview. And they're like, oh, yeah, he's a cool guy. Let's employ him. Um, and yeah, that role just kind of evolved. It changed a bunch, a whole bunch. And of course, I mentioned the whole study fast thing because during that, like a month later, after I, I started at that company, um, I went to the States with, with uh, for the first time with study fast and my, and my best friend of like 11 years with that business. And um, yeah, I picked up a camera. I vlogged for the very first time. Um, I documented his like, you know, trip, uh, him doing his yeah. public talk, some of the workshops. And it was just awesome, like to be a flown out on something that I had a part of building and then, you know, doing something on that trip that I actually love and enjoy. Right. Even though I had no experience in it, that really flicked the switch for me. And I was like, this is dope. I was just like, you know, I was I was, I was even borrowing, borrowing my friend's camera, by the way, because on my own camera, it didn't have video functions. <laughs> so, so so I literally never like about two, three years ago, I never touched video in my life. Um, so I got back and I was like, I want to start a business. I, I want to start. I don't know what it will look like. I don't know what it will be, but I want to start a business. So yeah, yeah started yeah. started Chaos Visuals, which is, by the way, my name, I rejig. So my full name is Oyunkro Shaquille Kagbala. So Chaos is Kagbala, um, Oyunkro Shaquille. So it's just like a rejig of my name. Also play on words, Damn. you know. Yeah, Chaos. <laughs> that's right? a sweet name, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so so um, that, that's where Chaos comes from. So um, yeah, it was, that's kind of how the business in a funny, funny way kind of started. It was inspired yeah. by just things that took place in my life. And um, yeah, then obviously two years later, I'm, I'm here, so. You know, what's interesting about your story is that I've, I've now had this podcast for over a year and I've interviewed probably about 30, maybe 40 people. And it's so crazy how similar everyone's story is and that they didn't, it wasn't always meant you know, they went to school for something, like you said, and they were going to do that practical, safe route. And then something along the, their life, their journey happened, and they stumbled into this that made them just make an, you know, an irrational decision to yeah. start a business. And, yeah. and I don't think it's irrational, but I'm putting quotes up if you can't see this, if you're listening, mm -hmm. because, you know, it, it's, the, it's the path, it's the black sheep, the path that, that not mm -hmm. everyone takes, right? And it's so, it, it fires me up because it's, it's so, uh, it just pumps me up because I love these stories that people are pursuing their passion and their dreams. And they're not just going the safe route because it could have been easy for you to get a job, get a high paying job and, and do the day-to-day -day montane things. But you are taking a risk, you're taking challenges, you're enjoying the process. Like I'm looking at you, you're a smiley guy this whole time, you know? So you're obviously loving what you're doing through the growth and the challenges, you know, before this, uh, we press record, we were talking about after effects and the different challenges you're having with that. Right. So it, it, it's so, this is what this podcast is all about. It's all about discovering what you are meant to do, what you want to do and what you want to create and how you can make that happen. So let's dive back into your story a little bit. You know, obviously we glossed over, we gave a, a brief overview, but how did you actually make this happen? Like, how did you make this business a reality? Because I think entrepreneurship now is such a 
cool thing, right? Everyone has entrepreneurship in their bio. Yeah. I did, yeah. you know, I, as a young, I'll admit it. I had yeah, it. Yeah. I, I, I haven't, cool. I didn't, I've never been a fan of the word, but no, no, I, I have, I didn't, I didn't fall for that one, but it's true. It's true. It's a pop. It's a cool thing now, right? It's a cool thing. It, it is. And I, I fell for, it. I wrote it in there because I was like, oh yeah. Like I, and I've had businesses in the past, but when I'm looking back and now, uh, now I can really say like, mm-hmm. although I work for a full-time company, like I am consistently taking on freelance clients and I say, I have a business, I have a registered business. Mm-hmm. I am mm-hmm. an entrepreneur, but back in the day in my Instagram bio, I was not right. And everyone <laughs> wants to be, but let's go through, how did you make this a reality? Like, this is something that really interested me. How did you go from interest, right? You yeah. picking up a camera and then like, this could be a business, like walk us through maybe a little bit of that process and some of the challenges you might have went through. Yeah, so I think, of course, you know, when I when I decided that this is something I wanted to do um, and start the business, it wasn't, you know, everybody says, you know, I'm going to quit my job and I'm going to work for myself, right? I never said stuff like that. Like, I never, it was, you know, it was an idea, but I never really entertained the thought. It was like, ah, uh, you know, I've never been that guy. I've never called myself an entrepreneur, you know, entrepreneur. I never had the desire to be one. You know, if you ask me when I was younger, um, you know, I never really was. Yeah, it just wasn't something I thought I was gonna get a nine to five job and X, Y, and Z, right? Um, I did little things and I had little side hustles, you know, I used to cut lawns and wash cars and things like that. But it was it was never something where I was like, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna work for myself one day. Um, so when the idea came about, I deep down thought this was just always gonna be a side hustle, like just a hobby that I got paid for here and there. Um, and it was you know nothing more than extra cash. Yeah, some extra cash, right? And it was benefit, you know, I would say last year, especially, you know, I got married and whatnot, like it was a, it was definitely, it contributed, it helped, right? Traveling and everything else, you know, these things help, right? The, the extra cash. But um, I think what really happened was last, the, the transition took place last year. So at my full-time job, the agency that I worked for, um, I had, you know, loads of great mentors, um, but the, my, you know, the one that I was with the most uh, over this past year, my last role, uh, you know, name, name, his name is James. He's, uh, he's like head of partnerships at the, at the agency that we work for, uh, that we, I used to work for. And um, yeah, he's just a really great guy. Like he was very encouraging. And I loved how transparent I could be about what I did. You know, some places they're like, they don't, you know, if you're doing something else, they're like, what are you doing? Like, you know, you have to be dedicated to, to this business, this company. But with them, it was like, when I applied for like an internal role, they was like, how long, they, they asked me, how long do you see yourself here? And I was like, well, you know, I don't know. I said, but I plan to maybe hopefully work for myself one day. And the reason I got the job was because I was transparent. <laughs> like they gave me the job because I was like, I want to do this. I don't want to be here forever. And they're like, awesome. And because they like that, even though I, by the way, this was an internal role, right? But just because I was transparent, they, they appreciate, they appreciated that. So they gave me, they gave me the role. But anyways, this guy really supportive, you know, really encouraging. He's like, you know, I can see this being something da, 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 da. So that type of encouragement alongside just, I guess, not overthinking it and just chipping away slowly. Um, mm-hmm. It started to become more of a reality. Like I started posting on LinkedIn, I think properly at the start of 2020. Like I was always doing it here and there, but I really started posting at the beginning of 2020. Um, June time, I was put on furlough. Um, it was the last day that you could be put on furlough. And this was kind of like the, this was like putting my business on steroids. Like be, me being put on furlough was probably like a blessing in disguise. Like I didn't, I didn't realize it would be. Um, so fur- I on- Sorry, what is, fur- what did you say? Oh, furlough. furlough. Yeah, yeah, so furlough is, is pretty much, so because of the pandemic, um, 
what what it is is if businesses are struggling or even yeah. if they're not struggling and and they just need to try and save some money because they're not bringing in as much um the government pretty much put it together a scheme where they bought they paid 80 percent of your monthly of your month your monthly oh, salary right okay right. we have something and, similar in canada yeah 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 so we had that going on um and yeah and there was like a day where there was one last day where you could put somebody um, employees forward and of course on the very last day um they were like yep yeah, sorry you need to we, we're gonna put you on furlough I hope that's okay um that photo was like four months um and the first two weeks first two three weeks i just binged watch netflix you know sat in my room just slept mm-hmm. caught you know chilled. i didn't do anything and i stopped posting on social media because i, I got a little bit um overwhelmed um because i think I was really work. I was working. I was working, doing a lot, right? I was obviously working nine five, and then I'd be trying to film videos in the evenings, edit them in the evenings, do projects on the weekends, and I was just always doing something. And I think you I burnt out. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, definitely, one hundred percent about myself out. And I think, I think at the time, I I was doing like three, four videos a week. I don't do that now, but I was doing like th- I was doing a lot of videos weekly. They weren't maybe as good as now, but I was just getting them out. Um, yeah. So yeah. And I think furlough was a, a massive factor. So me being put on furlough, me having that time to think, um, and then me attacking social media again, um, like around, I think maybe July time, um, and just going in on it and just really posting, stepping up my quality, my content, my look, everything. Um, was just a massive game changer because what happened is that my engagement just like skyrocketed. Um, my connections. I started discovered you, man. Honestly, yeah, exactly. Honestly. Followers yeah. started increasing. People started engaging with me, and like in relation to others who have way more following than I do, like I was getting a lot better engagement. Like, I was getting good engagement, right? Um, mm-hmm. And I think between now and then, I think I was like 700 followers. Uh, like then, nothing crazy now. I think I'm like 2.5, 2.6, something like that. But it's still really nice to be able to see the little community that I've been able to, you know, grow and be part of, etc. Just on LinkedIn. Um, and yeah, that is how it became a reality. So I didn't overthink it. I didn't give myself a deadline. I just said, I don't want fellow to end. And I look back and I'm, I'm like, I wasted that time. I had four months off, and I absolutely wasted that time right so i mm. so i wanted to look back and be like whatever happens at least i know that i put effort into it and it's that step closer to me actually being able to eventually work for myself one day um but yeah it was it yeah that's how it became reality and it was one of those where they, when they called me back they said to me um it was october and they were like hey we want to come back and i was like oh i was like this is this is a difficult <laughs> it was a difficult decision because yeah. you know um yeah. just move just you know bills and things are different now it's not just me in my life um and the business wasn't, it's early stages that like the business wasn't there where it's like, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, yeah, I can just, everything's great. And I'm, I can make a comp, say confident, no, I, I want to leave this, this mm-hmm. business. It was mm-hmm. one of, it was a very early stages where things were just picking up enough where it mm-hmm. could pay me and it could take off. Um, but it also could go, you know, completely left and it, and it, I could be left with no money and then I had no job and everything sucks. And it's just like, what do I do? Yeah. And this um, was during COVID too, right? Yeah, yeah, just oh, exactly. Man. So it's just the added pressure. Yeah. So it wasn't you know what, something you highlighted that I I really really liked about your story is that you you said I didn't want to look back at the four months with like you didn't say it but with regret. 
right? You didn't want to look back and like, I wasted that time when I could have been focusing on my side hustle, making it a business or, or doing something for myself. You know, you have this time off. This is an opportunity. You're getting 80% of your income um, for virtually doing nothing. Right. And, and we have the same thing in Canada, EI or for businesses, right. If they try to help us through these times. And I know a lot of people that transform their lives lost you know, 40 pounds and, and really yeah, yeah. focus on themselves. And I know other people that went the other way, gained 40 pounds and, and, you know, it, it's so interesting. Right. And I've, I've, you know, you, you brought up really, really key kind of points to your story is that you had encouragement, you had people, you surround yourself with people that were encouraging you and not bringing you down, pushing you to actually go and do and try this thing. Right. And you almost had a safety net because you had such a great connection mm. with your uh, employer that they'd probably hire you back because you'd come back with more skill. Right. I mean, from my perspective, right. I don't know uh, the situation there, but yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and so you had that encouragement and you had, and I think that's a very important ingredient to say is that if you don't surround yourself with people that are doing things, people that are making things happen, <laughs> pun intended, um, it's going to be harder for you to take that leap, to take that, that risk, right? To, in this case, start a business or whatever. If you want to change your careers, it's mm. the same kind of risk, right? Oh, Do you yeah. ever have that feeling of fear like oh my god i can't believe i'm doing this like is this the right decision did we ever like fearful of going you know Very, opening yourself up 100 fearful i think for me it's uh there were so many factors that i guess yeah because the last year was a big year a lot of things happened in my life uh you know personally professionally a lot of things just took place and i think when they call me up and ask me it was kind of like i was expecting it because i realized you know they realized that they don't actually need it wasn't actually okay sorry it wasn't like this it was weird they called me up and said hey your role is no longer available they were like we don't really need this role anymore right we, we've been able to kind of find new ways of doing things and right. um but then they're like however we did promise this this is a and this is why they're great they were my my hopefully my first and last ever you know proper employee um you know after uni and after graduation and um yeah they were just great because they were like we don't have that role but we do have something else that is that you know we can offer you and it was really appealing. Like it sounded, it sounded great. I did do it when I first started the business. That was one of the previous roles I had moved from. Um, but it was just in a complete different direction to where I wanted to go. The reason I had that role was because it was a step closer to me doing my, you know, my own thing. Cause I was creating content for them and doing video for them and stuff. So it was a step closer. At least I was able to flex my creative wings. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah. And I had like four days to decide um and i was going back and forth i was speaking to kaya about it speaking to my mom and dad my parents friends family and i was so unsure and i spoke even my boss you know i was like you know what do i think what do you think i should do he didn't tell me he just yeah he just yeah. gave me he, he, get, he gave me his his like you know professional answer like you know i think you know da, 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 as as you should because that's what you should do but then he was like as a friend he was like i personally you know x y and z he didn't tell me what to do ever but he just gave me some things to think about and when i did make the decision um you know he was really happy that i made that decision he was like you made the right decision right and um but i was terrified like i was very much nervous because i had no clients um signed really at that point. it was all conversations because everybody all conversations were, oh we love to work with you da, 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 da. and then i think a week after i got my first retaining client 
um and well nothing crazy didn't pay all the bills but it was something um mm. and then eventually i managed to bring in um a few more clients here and there and it just started you know racking up etc um but the biggest thing was yeah fear of fear of failure i think i think i and you know i can speak for this on myself you may be able to relate but putting putting yourself out there and then it flops like all i kept thinking to myself is if i buy another camera if i buy a laptop if i invest in another lens right if i spend more time um doing videos for linkedin mm-hmm. if i then decide to start a youtube channel right i'm just putting myself out there spending money spending time what about if it all flops <laughs> right? and oh, then man. every everybody sees me right everybody sees me flop right and then everybody sees that I've, I've i've done this great thing i've quit my job and then a month later i've just you know i'm back in working again or not by the way i know there's anything wrong with that because I said, you know, I have to, I, ha- I can't be proud. I have to be humble, right? Is it like, if, if that happens, if I've got to pay mm-hmm. my bills, I will go and get a job at a supermarket to do that, right? But it's, yeah. it's, one of those, it's one of those things that in the back of my mind, that was a big, that was the big fear factor of just failing for like everybody to see, as it were. Because, you know, when you run a business, you have to put yourself out there. You have to, you know, say, hey, like I'm you're, starting- You're the financial person, the marketer, the videographer, the salesperson, you're everything. So of course- yeah. So how do you get over this fear? Like, how did you, you had four days to make this decision, right? Mm-hmm. And you got encouragement and, and what was the turning point, right? That made you say, you know what? I'm not going to let this fear dictate my decision and mm. go for it. Like it was yeah. there, was it a knee jerk decision? Was it kind of like um, a well thought out decision over the four days? Yeah, it was definitely well thought out. Um, a definite conversation. I went back and forth. And, but I think the biggest factor is, you know, um, was something my, my, you know, my dad said, he was just like, I was weighing out the pros and cons. I was, you know, I was, I was, cause my dad's a contractor, right? So he works for himself. He's worked for himself for years. Um, but he, 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 I said to him, Hey, these are the pros, these are the cons. And he was like, well, either way, he was like, both of them have pros and cons. And he put it, he said, he, that's how he put it. He was like, if you work, you know, if you go back to this job, there isn't guaranteed security. He was like, they could just, fire you or say listen the pandemic says hard we have to let people go right he said there's no guaranteed um security that you're going to be you know you're going to be kept even though they, they like you and stuff and whatnot but you know who knows you, you may not be able to keep that job because because the pandemic changes things because that just mm-hmm. like if you work for yourself right he was like you know you may not get gigs but you know either way it's one of those things where he just says what would you rather be doing so he he, pr- he pretty much put it in a way where it's like whatever happens there is pros and cons each side um, but it just comes down to the any I know I know I no decision was a bad one. So if I decided to work full time and wait to go step into my business, that's nothing wrong with that. If I decided to go full time and do my business, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. And that's and when you put it that way, I was like, yeah, you know, that's, that's, a, that's a really good point. Like it's true. Um, so that's kind of what helped me make that final decision. Say it with confidence. Say it with my chest when when they call me up and I was like, listen. And they're like, are you sure? And I was like, I'm good, 100. percent and it's been, that was October, November. Yeah, it's been like three months. Um, so I think so far officially, nearly four since I've been working for myself. And it has been an emotional road after a roller coaster, I have to say. It's been up, ups and downs, um, but I'm still here. So that is, that's all, I can, that's all I can vouch for. I'm here still, so. I love it, man. I think fear to, to me, I think is the biggest challenge for people to not go for it, to not mm-hmm. make what they want happen. Entrepreneurship being a photographer, creative, going into that new career, starting that business, whatever that is, 
fear, whether it be fear of change, fear of people's opinions, fear of failure, it's fear. And I just looked up a quote because someone just talked about this the other night uh, on Clubhouse. I don't know if you know about that uh, yeah. app. That it's a it's a dope app. But someone said, and I'll read it: um, "Fear kill, kills more dreams than failure ever will." And honestly, mm-hmm. that just puts it into so much perspective. Like fear mm-hmm. kills more dreams than failure ever will. Mm-hmm. And to your dad's point, you know, like, are you going to look back at your life and regret that decision? Or are you going to go for it? And if it fails, that's okay. Like you said, you'll do what you need to do, get, go and get a job, whatever, even at McDonald's to pay the bills, right? Because that's what you need to do, provide for your family, right? But to not go for it and then, you know, be in a senior's home and regret and you can't do it is the worst fear that I have, right? Mm -hmm. And to your dad, who's a contractor and all the advice you got, like, that's what I'm seeing, right? Is that regret and that, don't let the fear dictate or, you know, set the course for you away from what you really want. Like we all kind of know what we want, even if Mm. you're unsure. And if you're unsure for me, like in my story, when I came here and I, you know, I had no employment opportunities and, Mm -hmm. you know, I I only had a limited amount of funds. So I had to figure something out fast. I always went back to like, what if I can just get a job doing this? What if I can just like make this my real job? And I applied for many companies, got turned down many times. So failures, but one company took a chance. And now I'm here with them still two years later, managing the the team, the content team, the the brand, right? So you you just have to go for it. And that's why I love your story that you had the courage to go for it. And like you said, you're going through challenges right now. COVID, I'm sure, I don't know how bad it is from where you are, but out here in Montreal, yeah, in Montreal, it's like, I can't, I can't even go see my clients. Like I, I help with podcasters. I do video services. Like now I, now I have to figure out things. How can I do it from my desk? Right. Mm -hmm. Until things calm down. Right. So it's, it, it, it's, these are challenges that help you and make you grow and, and turn you into the entrepreneur, or the creative that you will become. Mm. No, no, I agree. I think you made, you made a really good point. I think um, that that quote uh, is definitely, is definitely a powerful one. Uh, Cause when you think about it, it's, it's that it's the fear of, yeah, the fear of not knowing, like if, if, if you didn't do these things, you didn't try them out. Um, you would never actually know whether you could have made something of it. Um, but yeah, it was, it's, yeah, I really like that quote. It resonates with me. I like it. I like it. Yeah. So ever said about Clubhouse, shout out to them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was on uh, Clubhouse, which is a, a really interesting app. I've just been loving, loving so much and meeting so many incredible people on there. But yeah, that jump, was from... on a, jump on a, uh, a community. I, I need to, I want to do a host an event. Um, I'm not sure what yet. Um, I do I wanna... too. I'm, I'm trying to learn the platform a little bit and yeah, learn. Um, and, uh, but I was, man, like there's so many big names on that platform already and it has less than a million people on it. I think like yeah. in the retrospect, mm-hmm. it's not that many people, mm-hmm. um, you know, in the world compared to mm-hmm. other social media apps. And like, I was in a room with Grant Cardone and I was like, this is dope. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Just him talking and stuff, but yeah, like, Let's, let's pivot the conversation a little bit into, we talked a lot about your story and overcoming the big challenge, the fear. Mm-hmm. I think where I want to pivot this is like, how are you developing yourself um, and how can, what advice do you might, you may be able to share with others, developing themselves to achieving their goal, 
So we're both creatives, right? And you're telling me you're, you're trying to learn After Effects. Is there any kind of self-development that you do to help yourself, educate yourself? Do you have any yeah. maybe advice to share? Um, I, I think, you know, and I'm going to say this because, and you'll see, there'll be relevance to it. My, my, uh, my, <laughs> my old business partner, um, you know, a good friend of mine, he, he says to me once, he was like, don't stop doing the things that got you to the place, this place in the first place. It was a more, it was way more elegant than that, but you get the point. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, uh, and what it was, was that it made me think, and you know, he was like, my voice just broke. He was just like, uh, he was like, you know, you create content, you know, that's how you've been able to grow your business. That's how you've been able to get clients. That's how you're working for yourself. He was like, so don't stop posting content, even if you get busy, even if you get clients and then you're, you, you're, you're at capacity. He was like, don't stop posting content because the reason why you're there in the first place is because of content, right? So for me, that's been like, you know, engraved in front of my brain. And I just think, how can I keep leveling myself up? How can I provide more value in the content that I produce? How can I um, get better at my storytelling and, you know, and, and all the other things that come along with that? And I think, yeah, just carving out time each week or, you know, maybe like a solid half a day each month, whatever it may be, to just go on YouTube and learn how to do X, Y, Z a bit of you know for a video or learn how to to use a certain tool or or learn how to um you know just increase your ability to to story tell or, or look at understand things from different people's perspectives right i try to do that monthly so i try to ensure that i'm always doing something that's challenging me and my ability to create um and yeah and just every time every new video i do i hope that it's better and people enjoy it and it's more put together and it looks cleaner mm. it looks more cinematic um, yeah. And I think I have, you know, I think I've definitely, I've definitely seen that growth. You know, I've invested in some courses and, and, and now I think on the more personal side, now I'm working for myself. I think I want to be very intentional with the way that I live. So that means reading more. I'm, I mean, you know, I've started to, like, I haven't read in such a long time. Um, so like, it's like, you know, of course I read, like, you know, of course I read, but it, it's yeah, one of those, yeah, yeah. Like, like actually reading you know carving out time for enjoyment to, or yeah for, yeah yeah you know what I mean? like it's something that i didn't do much um and i think towards the end of last year i really started to get into it i was like you know what i need to i need to pick up a book of something just start listening and or, or reading and that's what i've started to do um and yeah. it's taking me time to to get into that habit but you know doing that exercising you know regularly um you know because at uni i was doing it so often and then pandemic hit and everything was just all over the place right so yeah, yeah just yeah, exercising yeah. reading um getting good sleep you know waking up early setting good habits um the, i haven't got it down to a t by you know by all means but all yeah. of these little yeah. things um contribute to to me being the best version of myself and and developing um my business and of course you know you know me personally and the reason i said that is because my mentor said to me he was like i was a bit overwhelmed a couple months ago and i was like wait i don't know what to do you know, I've got to do my business strategy, my marketing strategy, strategy. I've got to figure this out, figure this out, that out. And he was like, he was like, how are you? And I was like, what do you mean? He was just like, how are you personally? And, um, and I told him and he was like, if we do any of that, you need to make sure that you're at your best. And I was like, wow. Yeah. Oh. And he was like, get the good sleep. He was like, exercise, read. And, and it puts yeah. things in perspective, right? It really does. Right. So yeah, that's, that's what I'm doing at the moment. And um, that's the journey I'm on. So you know, you bring up uh, another great point, you know, is, is when we feel inspired or feeling good, like feeling healthy, feeling good, we normally do our best work. Yeah. Like before this podcast, 
Um, you know, I have a little, I, I do things to get warmed up because if I just woke up, I was like, yo, what's up? Like, I wouldn't be my best on this show. You know, I have a cup yeah, of coffee. Yeah. I have some water. I did, I already did a workout this morning. So I've done mm-hmm. the things you need to do to your, to your point, be my mm-hmm. best version. So that mm-hmm. when I'm on camera and trying to bring value to people, I'm not, I'm hundred percent there. I'm laser focused on what I'm trying to do. And mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. you, you kind of said that you said you, you focus on yourself, you be selfish first, so that mm-hmm. you can be selfless to others, right? Mm-hmm. By bringing value in your videos. If anyone out there is listening or watching, when you film a video of yourself, okay, yeah, everything is under a fine tuned comb, you're looking at, oh, there's a strain hair in my beard to the hair and but when you feel yeah. good about yourself that you you've uh, made your bed, you've worked out, you've ate well, you did the things that you want to do, you play with your kids, if you have kids, that's kind of stuff, you feel so much better when you hit the record button or you go for that run or whatever you do that brings you happiness, right? So I couldn't agree more, like focus on yourself first, do that, figure out what that thing is. And I'm still learning, like, some mornings I just cannot get out of bed and work out or I just like, it's Bridge. impossible, <laughs> you know, but I, then I have to do in the evening. Right. And I'm yeah, lucky. Yeah. I have a partner that really, really supports me and helps me and that. And she knows if I don't work out like that day, it's like the, I'm only at 50%, like, cause then it takes me so much longer to wake up. I drink way too much coffee and then I don't sleep that night. And then it just becomes yeah. like, Cycle, you know, right? and then cycle. I'm drinking more coffee, so I'm not eating well, you know, and it just it it just tumbles, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like and and you mentioned reading last year, I've read more than I think ever because <laughs> we have so much more time, you know. But yeah, yeah. I've been really investing more into myself this last mm-hmm. year, and I think that's something we our audience can really take away from our conversations that you and I really invest in ourselves. So that we can accomplish what we want to accomplish. And I think that's a very important step into making it happen. Invest in yourself, invest in your mental self, your physical self. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got 10 pounds, don't be, don't get me wrong, that I gotta lose from last year. Like uh, you know, the holidays, I, I I'm dating an Italian girl, so I, we, we ate well, you know, we eat really good. But you look good already, man. You look good. But I, I hope, I'm sure you're able to achieve it. I'm sure you will. I'm sure the next time we speak, you're like, bro, I'm good. You know? Yeah. I'm starting a fitness business. That's what, that's what you're going to be telling me next. <laughs> one day, one day. Yeah. One, one business at a time, you know? Um, that's awesome. Do you have anything, you know, I'm just looking at the time and let's get into the end of the hour here. Do you have anything that you'd like to, you know, if you're going to look back at your younger self, like, let's say if you're going to restart 2020 and you can give yourself some advice and you can, to that person who is, you know, making that transition, making that change, mm-hmm. is there anything you would tell yourself? Um, Cause you know, what feelings you went through, you know, what emotions you went through, mm-hmm. what kind of advice would you give? Um, and I think that'd be very beneficial as a kind of, as we're close to the end of our, of our conversation. Um, advice. Well, I tell myself this every day uh, when I, I'm signing to journal in the morning. This, with, that, with that one, I actually showed you on, on IG the other day. Some great questions in there. And um, yeah, just uh, I would tell my younger self to take one day at a time to be balanced with myself. Uh, and, and I guess, yeah, and what, what I achieve, you know, day in, day out type thing. Um, and to not overcomplicate it. 
you know, I'm, I, I definitely overcomplicate things. I definitely, I'm a planner. Uh, I plan things to, to the T. Um, but sometimes <laughs> to my own detriment, you know, I love to do lists. I love being productive, but sometimes to the point where I overwhelm myself uh, with too many things to do and my brain is like just sparking off and firing and stuff. So I think, yeah, like, I think I'm, I'm trying to always, and this is something I'm learning, right? I'm, I'm still, I don't think it's something I'm ever going to learn completely with all the stuff we spoke about. Like you're always learning, always growing, always developing or on a journey, right? That never ends. But, um, but yeah, I think I would definitely, yeah, just tell myself to not overcomplicate things, take one day at a time and, to just, yeah, just just be balanced. Just have a balanced approach to every decision that I make, everything I do, um, the days that I don't feel great or that I've just sucked. Like, what did I do today? You know, it may have been an awful day, but what did I achieve? You know, looking, being a bit more, um, less hard on myself, you know, because I'm a positive guy, you know, I like to be with everybody around me, but I think when it comes to myself, I can be my own worst enemy sometimes. And, you know, I could have done three videos and I'm like, oh, you know, I, I wanted to do five, for example. I, I try and I only did three, and I'm like, I'm annoyed that I only did, you know, three. And I'm like, oh, didn't get my second two done, right? And I'll be vexed. I fully will be, an, I'll be annoyed at myself. Like, if I woke up two hours earlier, could have finished yeah. this time, could have done those two videos, right? And I'm, and I seriously have to just stop and be like, what have I done this week? And I list it all off. And I'm like, wow, it's pretty impressive to be fair. Like, but, yeah. but so I, I definitely would. I'm still learning, um, just to be a realistic. You know, I'm, I'm not superhuman. I get tired um, and yeah, and just trying to be present and focused on the more important things in life. And I think, yeah, I anybody that. listening, that is the most important thing. How has journaling impacted you? Because um, I know you mentioned like, <laughs> and I know I'm laughing because I know the exact feeling like, okay, I want to get these five videos done. You mm-hmm. get three and you're just disappointed. You only focus on the negative on the glass mm-hmm. half empty, you know, mm-hmm. not half full. Right. So I totally understand where you're coming from, but um, really quick, maybe as a last question, mm-hmm. how has journaling impacted you? Um, that's something that I've been trying to do this year and I find it very challenging. So I'd love to just say, uh, get your advice on it, your take. Same as you, bro. Um, I find it very challenging. <laughs> and uh, it's, it's, uh, I've only, I haven't been doing it long. I've done maybe like a week um, so far. Um, and it's not, technically it's not really journaling. journaling. It's, it's more so just each morning, each evening, um, there's, I got this book. I really wish I remember the guy's name. I, I voice noted you the other day as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, that but, book uh, you're talking about, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, my other half got it for me. And, um, and yeah, it's just, you've got like, a, it's like, it's a 60 day planner. It's to develop, you know, habits, right? Good habits, right? And it's yeah. like, you know, it's broken down by well, week, day, month type thing. Um, and yeah, I've just been, and, and the start of each day, on the side, there's like about maybe six to like eight questions, something like that. And it's stuff like, what would um, a high performance coach tell you today? You know, or mm. what would, you know, questions like this, right? They really get, you know, what are the top three things you want to achieve by the end of the day? Or, you know, what would your best version, what, sorry, what would challenge you the most? And how would your best version of yourself handle that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's li- little questions, right, that you don't necessarily think about, you know, from day to day. So I go through that each morning. Um, I fill it, I fill it out. Sometimes I don't always have an answer to all of them, but it just gets me to think. Um, and then at the end of the day, it gets me to think, to have a moment mm. to think about what I've done. Did I, did I do those things I wanted to do, et cetera. And it helps me be a lot more balanced. So yes, my to-do list may be full of 10 things on there, but my main top three things were done. You know, like I said mm. at the start of the day, right? And that's what matters, right? I, I, I shouldn't be vexing myself because of that. So it's been, yeah, it's, it's, it's a journey. I, like you, I find it challenging. I think maybe we chat in a couple months time. I can let you know if it's had 
a really big impact. But um, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's a it's a process. Honestly, those questions already sparked so much. Like I was like, wow, like those are impactful questions. You say you posted on your Instagram as well. Those yeah, questions. no, I put. No, no, I posted um the 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 book on my Instagram. Um, and obviously oh, you're like, you know, you're like, what book is this? And I was like, oh, it's, yeah. it's fun. But yeah, I wish I remember those the questions. Guy. You know, if you want to go find those questions, I think those questions are very, very good. Like, um, um, to ask yourself in the morning, and I've been looking for that too. Like, um, I started focusing. Uh, my journaling so far has been more gratitude focused, so that I can stop overthinking and stop, you know, getting to that role of oh, I I said five and I only did two or three, right? Yeah. And like to be that. grateful, like, look how far you've come in the last mm. two years from knowing nothing to, well, you're doing it full time and mm. you're, you know, where you are today. Right. And showing that appreciation. Um, but I love those morning questions. I've been looking for something like that. So that's why that's why I was asking. But yeah, check it out. Go, man. go check out O's Instagram. Go check out O's LinkedIn page. Honestly, it's how I discovered you. It's how um, I fell in love with your content. And it's awesome, man. So. I just say, keep up what you're doing. Is there anything you want to say for people to get a hold of you? Is, is Instagram the best way? LinkedIn, your website, like what's, how can people reach out to you if they want to work with you or just like chat like we are? Yeah, either way, um, LinkedIn, of course, is to go to LinkedIn, Instagram, YouTube. If you, uh, if you listen to this, subscribe to my YouTube channel because uh, it's a struggle out here. <laughs> um, no, no. Um, yeah, no. Any all, all the standard stuff. Just type in my name. Um, I should pop up, etc. But I just want to, you know, wanted to end on, of course, keep supporting Carlos podcast because it absolutely bangs. Um, keep listening. You know, if you had this and you enjoyed this episode, one hundred percent, share it with a friend because you know it's free. It's free. It's free to share. <laughs> share it away. But anyways, thanks so much, man, for having me. I really, I really do appreciate it. Hey, thank you so much for coming on. I love the conversation we had and I just can't wait to post this. So thank you guys so much for tuning in to the Making It Happen podcast. I'm your host, Kyler Miles, and we'll see you next episode. Peace.